Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your host. And we got the nooner. It's the nooner, Sonia. Sonia's backstage right now with her box. It is a nooner. Yes, it is. Sonia Brown, welcome to the live. It's good to see you. Kim Brown and Umbrella. We also have um, Bannon Shannon, who's trying to get in and out. I don't know if she's going to be able to make it. Her internet is being uh, throttled probably by the FBI because of our Bigfoot episode. But if she can make it in, great. If not, we'll see her again on Saturday. Kim Brown, it's good to see you. Amy Lewis and Danielle um sue barry and Raisa and lily's flowers you guys welcome to the nooner it's fantastic to see you i'm so glad that you're here i love all of your faces happy day before election day today is the day before election day it's election day eve as i like to call it and a lot of people i'm live on tiktok too right now there she is and a lot of people are talking about how uh, a lot of the places like their schools are closed and their work lets them off for elections that's new to me mrs b i love your face that's new to me. Like my work never let me off to go vote. Shannon, does your work let you, are you frozen? Does your work let you off to go vote? I think she's frozen again. Never. Yes. Go vote. Missy says, let's go vote. Let's go. The nooners are always satisfying. Stop it. Listen, listen, if you are, don't know what a nooner is, you're not old enough to be here. Are we unfrozen? Say something, say something. Nope. Nothing. She's still frozen. I don't know. She can't hear me. Nothing. Oh man. Ban Shannon. That's all right. She can hang and listen. They le- they legally have to let you off to vote. I didn't know that. Mine never letting me off to vote. Like never, never. Oh, there she goes. That's all right. Danielle, welcome to the- all the schools in my area close tomorrow. Yes. Well, good. So if your work lets you off to go vote, go vote. If your kids don't have school, go vote. My kids have school. Uh, Mr. Shipwreck's got to work. So he's going to vote when he gets off. And then I'm going to drop my kids off. And then I'm going to take my happy ass down to this here courthouse, which is right down here. And I'm going to vote. They've been open for early voting all week. But I'm a firm believer that you should vote day of uh, just because that's how I was raised. I don't know if there's a difference. They're talking about it could take a few days. And this is all I'm going to say about it. So they're saying the narrative, not the I got to be careful. They're saying it could take a a few days to count all the votes so that everybody needs to be patient. We may or may not know the winners by November 9th. And so just be patient with them as they thumb through and count all the votes, you guys. Okay. That's perfectly normal. It's perfectly normal. No, in the past, it's never been the next day. Um, but that's perfectly normal. So make sure you're getting out there and getting out there and vote regardless of how you feel about it. If we show up in record numbers, at least make it hard for them to do the stuff that they want to do. Okay. And that's all we're going to say about that because it's the day before election day and I'm pushing the envelope anyway, as it is on YouTube by doing this live today. Um, it didn't take a few days to call the president, but this took me back to when Trump or no, it wasn't Trump. It was Clint. No, it was Bush and Gore. Do you guys remember when that happened? 
I can't remember what they called it now, but Bush and Gore, when they were running against each other, this is back when I was a teenager. And the next day they called Al Gore the winner of the presidency. And then it had to go back and it actually ended up being Bush. And I remember it happening. And I remember it being on the Sioux City Journal, right? I still, I might still have the journal. My dad had it. He's like, we need to hang on to this paper because this isn't the actual. And I remember being like, whatever, dad, that's dumb. I don't care. I care now. I wish I would have kept the damn paper because when I did find it and post it to Instagram, they fact checked it and took it down. So forget Instagram. You remember, yes, the Gore catastrophe there. The Ross Perot. Yes, bring back. We're not bringing back Ross Perot. Isn't he dead? Come on, TikTok. Come on. Go and vote in person. Go vote in person. Go and let your voice be heard. I think it's been going on a long time. And that's all we're going to say about that until after tomorrow. Okay. You all know how I feel about it. You all know, you know, when you know, you know. The hanging chads. Somebody got it. It was called the hanging chads between George Bush and Al Gore. And it was so like the Supreme Court had to get involved and they demanded a recount. It was so crazy. And I wish I would have paid attention more then. Like I pay attention now because I probably would remember it a lot. A lot of people on TikTok are saying they remember it. And the lottery seconds. I know, I know, I know. But here's the thing. Okay. You just go down, go vote. We're going to just cross our fingers. We're going to watch it. We're going to watch it really close. We'll do updates on it as we can. We'll do them on TikTok. We'll do them here on YouTube. And we're just going to see what happens. And then once the midterms are over and everything gets kind of settled, then we settle into if common sense does sweep tomorrow, we're going to settle into a, like a lame duck presidency then at that point for the next two years, because realistically the president can't do a ton without the support of Congress. And if nobody in Congress likes the president, then they're not going to allow him to do anything. So it's, there's going to be a lot of changes and I don't know what that's going to look like over the next few years, but we're really going to have to watch it or it's going to go the other way. And then I, I don't know that we'll have much of a country left in 2024. Well, we're going to see how it goes. Testing. One, two, three. Bannon Shannon. So Fucking A. Johnson. She's here. My I girl. Bannon Shannon, thank you so much for being here and being a guest host with us today. Normally, yes. I do these nooners by myself. I'm with Sonia backstage. Um, but today, I invited Bannon Shannon to come and hang out because I'm going to go through everything and we're going to get her opinion on it as well. Plus, we've got some conspiracy stuff to talk about, which is Shannon's wheelhouse, where we're going to talk about Aaron Carter uh, and it. then the, his last tweet beating the Kanye West. But are you guys ready? Let's get started. Let's get started. Let's do it. Let's get it started. And yeah. So the first story that I have for today is NBC removed their Paul Pelosi story. So NBC came out and they had a whole story and a whole video and a whole reporting right after Paul Pelosi was attacked with his hammer. No, not his. Well, it might have been his hammer, a hammer by David to mm -hmm. Then NBC Which came one? out and they gave a yeah, they gave a whole story about it. They did a whole video representation, like everything. Right. It was beautiful. And we were here for it. And then they redacted it, saying this sitting that citing that it did not meet the NBC News reporting standards. But mm -hmm. I still have the video. So let's watch and see what they were talking about. Let's see if it reports. Let's see if it if it meets their standard. The idea exactly what was going on. They knew they had a high priority call on their hand. What was unclear, what was happening inside the property just behind me. 
This morning, Paul Pelosi is home, back at the house that became a crime scene a week ago today. NBC News learning new details about the moments police arrived. Sources familiar with what unfolded in the Pelosi residence now revealing when officers responded to the high-priority call, they were seemingly unaware they'd been called to the home of the Speaker of the House. After a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. The 82-year-old did not immediately declare an emergency or tried to leave his home, but instead began walking several feet back into the foyer toward the assailant and away from police. It's unclear if the 82-year-old was already injured or what his mental state was, say sources. According to court documents, when the officer asked what was going on, defendant smiled and said everything's good. But instantaneously, a struggle ensued as police clearly saw David DePap strike Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. After tackling the suspect, officers rushed to Mr. Pelosi, who was lying in a pool of blood. What we do know is he brutally attacked Mr. Pelosi and attempted to kill him. After spending several days in the ICU, Pelosi, who is recovering from a fractured skull and serious injuries to his arm and hand, is now home where Capitol Police remain on alert. Investigators have previously said Pelosi did not know DePap when the 42-year-old broke into his home. Why Pelosi didn't try to flee or tell responding officers he was in distress is unclear. Fear takes over. Fear freezes people. All right, that's enough of that. So here's the deal. So initially it sounds like NBC came out and they actually reported what they were actually told and actually what had happened in the beginning. And then they had mm-hmm. to redact it like the next day or that night because they said that it didn't meet the narrative And I'm saying it didn't meet the narrative that they wanted to portray when it came to the Pelosi thing. And we were talking a little bit backstage and somebody on Twitter, I think it was George Tapanopoulos or whatever on Twitter. He's like, you know, the Pelosi thing is so freaking weird and so sloppy and so just out there that he almost thinks that it's comms for the left. Now, do you know what I mean when I say that? No, what do you, sloppy was a really good word. I'd like to point that out. But what do you mean comps for the left? So like, remember when anybody from the swamp or anybody really got COVID, they would all say the same thing. And it was like, it was almost like they were communicating yes. with each other. And that's what he was saying. Like, it's okay. almost like it's comms. Okay. I thought that was, it kind of blew my mind. It blew my fucking mind, really? Shannon. Okay. Mine's a little bit blown too, because my thought process with A, I, I don't believe this i have what i believe in my mind i certainly don't believe what the news is putting out about it so i thought there was no sign of forced injury but that so why is that door broken like in that video well and a lot of people were wondering why the window was broken from the the inside out so yeah there's that that's okay so maybe that's where that was but the comms i thought it was like a pity party show like like oh feel sorry for me and vote yeah i mean that's kind of i don't know i can decide but comms for the left that makes a lot more sense honestly 
It does. I, I went initially, I went with the pity party thing as well. And I went with the pushes votes for a while. And the reason that I went with that is because it worked because then shortly, mm -hmm. what, 36 hours later, yeah. the narrative came out and they started talking about how he was some right wing extremist. And he was posting to his Facebook about mm -hmm. being a right winged QAnon supporter. And I thought that was really strange because yeah. the Facebook posts that they were referring to had only posted in September of this year. So literally like it posted <laughs> right. in September, Very then the recent. attack happened in October and he lived in a school right. bus with a Black Lives Matter flag as curtains and a pride flag. Nothing against either one of them, but it doesn't necessarily no. fit the extremist. Because when you think extreme right wing, I think of like the three percenters. And these are the people that are like on your gab.coms like that are still dropping N words. And that's what I think about when I think of that extreme. Yeah, right -wing. yeah, absolutely. Same. And that like, doesn't. It's it's not it's not where I want. And it's I, I can't say that is really aligned like, with that. I'm sure there's some. I'm sure there is. Maybe. I've seen some stuff, but I don't know. But it fell apart. The whole Paul Pelosi thing fell apart pretty damn fast, like faster than the Ukraine, <clears throat> Ukraine did. It, it just fell completely <laughs> apart. And nobody believes it. And everybody thinks yeah. it's something else. Like even his neighbors were like, we've seen that guy before. And we're all like, what am I supposed to sit out here really? and just believe this? I'm not here for it. I'm not. That's it. That's what I have for that. That's the either. only update. He's home. Paul Pelosi is home and resting after a severe skull fracture. And, and there were some talks about life support. But apparently they let him go home after two days. So it couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> so, oh, I don't want to forget this either. Right. Yeah. It couldn't have been that bad. I mean, if I got, I don't know what it's like to get. But so they were also tying together that he's he came in right and said where's nancy where's nancy <laughs> just like the j6ers like they were where's nancy like i did, i don't remember seeing any of that did they say that on j6 well because they allegedly took her laptop yeah so part of the narrative whatever was uh they were saying at j6 where's nancy where's nancy as if her you know they wanted to get her and so they're saying that this is what this de pep whatever de pop de pepe, de pepe whatever his name is was going where's nancy where's nancy no that yeah that's they said that's they, he they found him there to see he screamed at the cops where's nancy like at the cops the cops are standing there and then he hit paul pelosi with a hammer with the cops standing there it doesn't make it it fine bullshit whatever bullshit. just whatever nah. bullshit. like bullshit what okay F but fine we're glad that he's home we're glad that he's resting it's not a conspiracy <laughs> stop it you guys it's just a pizza place okay we're ready to move on i got something else what else do i have for <laughs> oh, moving from paul pelosi yeah. so the next thing i've got was oprah endorsed fetterman over oz in the key pennsylvania senate race now if you guys remember yes. let me oh no i want to hold on one there was one more thing about the nbc stuff let me find it really quick. Yeah, University um, of Truth. That's right. I had it up here. I got too many screens up. Well, this wasn't the first time that NBC had to redact one of their stories, though. So on January 29th and 2021, NBC had to remove a report about hundreds of thousands of dollars in donations to the AIPAC and the pro-Israel lobby group by a top Biden security official families foundation. It said that the article did not meet its standards. It removed the story on Biden's official ties to the AIPAC donations. The article um, quoted only anonymous sources, including multiple suggested the Nuremberger ties to the AIPAC donations would raise a lot of eyebrows about her impartially. So 
This isn't the first time NBC had to redact an article because it didn't fit a narrative. Initially, they came out and said, yes, the Bidens are involved in this. Look at all of this proof. And mm-hmm. then they had to redact it. And they were like, oh, no, it's not. We're sorry. Please don't hit <laughs> us with kidding. a hammer. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so if you're going to watch mainstream media, if you can catch NBC, like, right first, you're probably getting the legit thing. I'm just saying. Just probably. I mean, I I was when I saw that video I, uh, from it was your TikTok, I think, where I first saw that. Uh, I was like, well, that certainly makes a little more sense. It's but, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the whole thing with Paul Pelosi plays out. But the next thing that I have is Oprah endorses Fetterman over Oz in a key Pennsylvania Senate race. Of course she does, because there's no loyalty even in the swamp. OK, there isn't. Hold on for me one second. So Oprah, who helped bring doc- fame to Dr. Oz, endorsed John Fetterman in the Pennsylvania Senate race. Fetterman's camp had been trying to score a Winfrey endorsement uh, for months, knowing the weight that it would hold. And the efforts paid off Thursday when the queen of the talk show announced at a virtual get out and vote event that she is supporting Fetterman in a high stakes Senate race that could determine which political party controls the upper chamber of Congress. She goes on to state, I said it was up to the citizens of Pennsylvania. And of course, but I wanted to tell you all of this. If I lived in Pennsylvania, I would have already cast my vote for John Fetterman for many reasons. Now, do we have a video? Oh, we do have a video of John Fetterman. Oh, thank you so much, Lily's Flowers. We love your face. Thank you for helping us keep the lights on. Here, this one's just for you. Enjoy. (laughs) Ha, 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 one more time. That guy doesn't even look like somebody that would be running for office. Like, look at him in his hoodie. That's a bad omen. I... I didn't even know. I, I I would have had. That is a bad omen. That mm-hmm. that like God speaks. Okay. I, I, I don't know what else to say. Not that I'm a big Doctor Oz fan. I've not I'm, either. I'm, I struggle with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, I certainly struggle more with this guy. I can't decide if he was like some form of an inside man or what the deal is with Oz. I don't know. Uh, Dr. Yeah, Dr. Oz, I think the majority of people that like, cause I made a couple of videos about this uh, originally, the majority of people in the comments, they had decided that Dr. Oz was kind of a rhino, even though I think he was endorsed by Trump. And I think he was endorsed by a lot of people, but Trump endorses a lot of people that I'm kind of questioning on. So I'm not really sure. Um, oh, and like, Kane, yeah. How I, yeah. I was just going to say, uh, oh, if Oprah endorses someone, I certainly would go the other direction. So I'd run far and fast i just watched yeah. a tiktok yeah. on oprah yeah. she is like Oof. she is i mean if you want to talk about like the queen of a swamp she's kind of like right up there with i, I guess oh, i don't yeah, even know like hollywood elites oh for sure she is she's high up there which i when i found out about her i, w- I was a little upset i was a little upset uh i used to like her a lot but when i realized how bad and how deep or high that she really was uh, unbelievably disgusting. Like, thank you, double sidekick to Killary. Yeah, she's like, like right up there in that little inner circle. Like when it comes to like the the trafficking yeah. stuff and the a lot of the organizations yeah. that she did. Some people have put some dots together that kind of blew my mind. Like thank you so much for the super in different me. countries that she funded. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. But it's so weird. Yeah. yeah where, where, where are the kids? Where did they go, Oprah? 
Mm-hmm. You get a free car. Yeah. Yeah. She's, Come on. Yeah. But she did. And mm-hmm. I guess there's no loyal there's no loyalty in the swamp, right? And I think that was the majority of the people's problem with Dr. Oz too, was his affiliation with Oprah. So it maybe it'll help Dr. Oz that she didn't endorse him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Very strange stuff. I mean, it makes me feel better about the guy. Maybe a little bit. In we'll see what way. happens. He's kind of a pussy, Dr. Oz. <laughs> I've said what I said. Well, yeah, that's, uh, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do it. I would agree. And for those of you, you guys, I can, I can't see the comments right now. So I'm relying heavily on Sonia to put them up there. But if you're, you know, if you're putting up anything or you're saying, I can't see them right now because I've got the videos that are there, but we'll get caught up at the end of the live. I promise. Okay. So the next thing that I have, so that's it. So Oprah does it. Oprah's part of the swamp. She's whatever. And, And that's a bad omen with the flags, in my opinion. Uh, Pennsylvania, do the right thing uh, or do, be, right? do, yeah, do whatever it is you're yeah. going to do. I guess I can't, I'm in Iowa, so it really doesn't matter, but he almost looks like somebody said like a mafia guy. And I'd have to kind of agree with that. He does kind of look mafia. Like, I don't know. I so. saw uncle Fester. I would agree with in the comments. I think I agree. With oh that yeah. Uncle Fester would be the best <laughs> one. Look at him. Hold on. Let me see if I can make this bigger. Oh, I, right. Nope, I, I know. I can't remember who said it, but I was like, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Uncle Fester for sure. Good luck to you, Pennsylvania. We hope it works out. The next one that I have, and this is probably the one where the majority of the people who are here want to talk about. And so the DeSantis versus Trump, I have really struggled with this. And I know a lot of people have been watching it. I made a couple videos on TikTok and people from all over had opinions on the DeSantis versus Trump. And so I'm going to play the two videos that I've got. The first one is from Pennsylvania. And that was taken not last night, but the night before. And then the next one is taken from Miami, Florida, which was taken last night. And I posted both of them to TikTok. And I'm going to go through some of the comments and theories that people have. And then I'm going to let you guys obviously decide for yourselves. We're not going to focus too much on the Trump and DeSantis stuff until after probably this week um, and really getting into 2024. Then we'll start focusing on the presidential stuff. But I do want to talk about this just a little bit. So give me one second. And this is the first video where he comes out and he calls uh, DeSantis, DeSantimonious, and the media went nuts. Here we go. Ron DeSantimonious at 10%. Mike Pence at 7 Oh, Mike's doing better than I thought. First of all, I had no idea that Mike Pence was even like in the running for any of this. I hate Mike Pence. I'm not a Mike Pence fan. I never have. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, no, me Nope. Same. Nope. Same. Bad guy. Uh, I didn't know either. Bad guy. Bad guy. Don't like that Bad guy. guy. No. Okay. Not a fan. So that was the first one. And it caused a media shitstorm. And we're going to talk about that too. Okay. As soon as I'm done with this. But it caused a media shitstorm. People were like, oh my God, Trump is bashing DeSantis so soon after Hurricane Ian. And they were like, oh, what a wow, piece of really? shit. DeSantis is such, I can't believe. And here's the thing is I, I don't, I like DeSantis and I like him a lot more after seeing what he did for his people after Hurricane Ian. I'm here for it. I mean, he really did genuinely seem to care. Yes, I agree with that for sure. He, well, yeah, he did a lot for his people and he's done a lot for his over the last couple of years. 
He has. And and I'm here for DeSantis. I don't know about president. Like I said, I'm not really thinking that yet. I'm still kind of here with my local candidates. And a lot of people have asked. I don't have an opinion just yet, uh, but we will get one as soon as we get closer. But that was the other night. And the media went nuts. And they were like, DeSantis, and we're going to talk about this. So Sue Barry hit it right on the head. What I should have done, and which I didn't do in the TikTok, was I should have looked up the definition of DeSantimonious. And let me pull that up really quick so I can read it verbatim and not get it wrong. Santimony. Moan. Yeah, I yeah. Sue. That's exactly kind of where my head first went, but mm-hmm. I did not. Um, so I, I just kind of ran with whatever, and then everybody in the Twitter thread too, like all of the actual the people, people, not the media, but like the people, people were pissed off because they took it as a slight too. But mm-hmm. sanctimonious means making a show of being morally superior to other people, and so if you put a D in front of it, it means that you are not santimonious and so sue barry got it right there thus calling him humble perhaps you might be right that was probably one of the leading theories that we had in the comment section on my video um there was that somebody else quite a few other people talked about DeSantis being in bed with jeb bush in some secret meetings i tried to find some stuff on this and i couldn't so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say too much um just because, again, my yeah, my idea on DeSantis that. is good, but fuck Jeb Bush, man. Right? Ever since that funeral oh. video, that was great. Right? At, oh, that was so good, so good. It was. And then the last theory that that, that the majority of people had that. was that Trump did it on purpose. In fact, there was a TikTok that was made, and you know what? Let me see if I can just pull it up and play it. Sarah Sorrow sent me a TikTok. I mean, a lot of you had tagged me in this TikTok too, but I did not. Um, I did see them, but I did not have the, hold on for me one second. I didn't save it. And so it's hard to do that on a desktop. So let me share this really quick. Um, present. So we're going to stop screen for just a second, share screen for another second. I'm going to go to TikTok. Here we go. Okay. This one's going to be a fun one. I promise you. Some of y'all need to learn how to play chess a little bit. Last night, Trump made a comment about Ron DeSantis, called him Ron DeSantimonious. And everyone's like, you know, why would he that do too. that? Why, right up to the, you know, right before the elections, why would he make that comment? It wasn't for us. I'll put it to you this way. What does the media do every time Trump goes against someone or says something bad against someone? What do they do? They rally around that person. They come to their defense. That's what they do every time. Because they have to. Everything that Trump is against, they are for. He is forcing the media to actually defend Ron DeSantis right before the election. He's a master class chess player. And he's playing right into his hands. And that makes a shit ton of sense because it was everywhere on the media. I don't know. Well, I mean, certainly wouldn't, I would never put anything past Trump as far as like throwing himself under the bus to lift someone else up. That's kind of, and this is going to be the theory that I'm kind of going to roll with too, is, is that one specifically, because that was the actual reaction that it happened. Like I said, the media just went wild over it and, they were talking about how the conservatives were pissed off now and da, 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 da. And that made all kinds of sense. So I'm going to roll with that. 
I missed that comment. Sonia, can you put it back up? What did they say? I missed it. Nope, she can't find it again. That's all right. Sorry, guys. We'll get yeah, back to it. Too. Yeah, that's all right. So that's, and this is the theory that I'm going to roll with. And it is a very interesting, Trump did this to get the media to support DeSantis right before election. And this, the reason I'm going to roll with this one too is because we are right before election day. We are, what we were 48 hours right outside of election day. And to get that final mm -hmm. push for DeSantis and then Trump knowing, going into 2024, that he could, you know, probably win a lot of those people back. You know, I, I would assume sure. that it was probably done on purpose. And it, there's another reason. So then, yeah. It was intentional. I don't think that Trump, okay. everything he does is intentional, in my opinion. Absolutely. So uh, there was in, there was a reason. It's not like it was a slip of the tongue. No. So what was And he didn't, he didn't he didn't use like and this is what I'm saying too but like with the description of the word he used a, he didn't say like so, he didn't call him an asshole or you know anything like that or like he's called right. crazy Nancy, right? He didn't do that. He used the word desanctimonious. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was interesting too once somebody and I don't remember who said it but she's like look up the definition and I was like okay. And then you put the D and I'm like, so it was kind of like this weird, it, I, I do, I feel like it was done on purpose. And I do, I, I feel like it was done to get final push mm -hmm. votes for DeSantis for the state of Florida. And which makes sense because and then I last night, it's, it's it is, it's very smart. It's very good marketing is what it is. So then last night, Trump was in Miami, Florida, yeah. doing a last push yeah. effort for both DeSantis and Mark Rubio. Um, rally the base and then it worked exactly for both of them and then gave another speech and i'm going to play that now people of florida are going to reelect the wonderful the great friend of mine marco rubio to the united states senate and you're going to reelect ron DeSantis as your governor of your state and you're going to elect an incredible slate of true MAGA warriors to Congress, many of whom are here right now. I think all the people of Florida. Okay. So then he more than made up for it last night and basically supported all yeah, of that. So Do you have any thoughts? Thoughts? Anybody has any thoughts? I would love to so see. easily. Well, I can't decide if I'm frozen or not half the time uh, for the nooner. So I'm really sorry for that, guys. <laughs> you're fine. We could just, I just, I'm I, glad you're here. You're fine. Yeah. I, I love it. And I wish it, it was, uh, I did it again. Uh, I think that he also knows how quickly people move on. Like it might be all over the news for a day or two. And then it's like, even if it shouldn't be something that's forgettable, everybody's always on to the next thing so fast we as people just are so and so that in itself what he did he he already fixed it and he knows yeah, that he already yep he came out and and he just he said it right and so i'm gonna lean i'm gonna lean with with that it was just something that was taken out of understanding including by myself as well because my first thought was damn why did he do that because i haven't been keeping up with it um, because we've been really focused again on the local elections, but it was an interesting thing. And we'll yeah. talk more about it with text tonight. Text has some different theories about it as well. So more into the DeSantis, nice. DeSantis 2028. Yes. More in the DeSantis and Trump stuff tonight. Now I'm going to kind of get into, um, what else did I have? Do I have anything else on my presentation? I do. We're going to the trip in our favorite rocket ship. 
Now, have you seen this? Oh, let's go. I Twitter <laughs> is everything for my like this sense of humor. This is great. This is the best stuff I've seen in a long time. I'm gonna be honest with you. This shit makes my day. It is. It's so amazing. Twitter was bought by Elon Musk. And this the deal went through what? Like last week, he fired everybody, including the CEO. Yeah. He fired the, the lady that led the charge to get Donald Trump banned off of Twitter. He fired everybody. And he didn't just fire them. He sent them an email with a meme that stated, you're fired. It's time to leave You're the fired. nest. And I posted it to Instagram, which you can find in our links. Go help yourself. I, okay. So I don't good. know how I feel about Elon Musk because he wants to chip people's brains. I feel like he's kind of one of them, but I'm, I'm entertained by this and I'm going to mm-hmm. take it. And the reason I'm going to take it is because we've gotten our ass kicked for the last three freaking years with the censorship and the being banned and the being censored and the being bullied by big tech that anytime we get a little bit of a something back, I'm going to take it and I'm going to run. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. Cause I go back and forth on him all the time, but mm-hmm. this, that's exactly you're a hundred percent. Like I have the same sentiment about it because it's like a, the littlest win we can get here. Like I'll take it. And I yep. love how he's trolling. It's just beautiful. Okay. It is. So last night was no different. And there was a couple things that happened last night. I've got a visual for this one and then I don't have a visual. I just have a story for the next one. But last night was no different. So Kathy Griffin had changed her username from Kathy Griffin to Elon Musk. And then she was tweeting out all kinds of stuff about voting Democrats and just kind of making fun of him. Just being an ass. Then he says, and if you don't know who Kathy Griffin is, she, he, well, there's, there's conspiracy around her too, that she's, Anderson Cooper's brother brother yeah 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 that's that's like a whole show in itself okay yeah, probably. but so but he suspended her for impersonating him and then he put out a statement stating that anybody caught impersonating anybody else on Twitter is going to be immediately suspended until further notice and everybody went nuts like I kind of went nuts I I hate her I hated her since the Trump thing but I didn't like Kathy Griffin before then no it wasn't even a political thing no, even before all the conspiracy stuff that I read about her, she was just annoying and not funny. I didn't, mm-hmm. I never liked her. So she was very Danny Tanner with her comedy, in my opinion, like took it too far yeah. and just gross. She's just a gross person. Yeah. But is. they suspended her. And we all kind of were just like, dang. Cause like, how many times have we, and I'm not saying us like we're big deal, but how many times have we been suspended or banned oh, off of fucking social media? I can't even count anymore. A lot. A lot. I don't know. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. A, a ton. So to and see it, yeah. Did. Yeah. So to right. see it's it just, happen like this. It's beautiful. <laughs> Shit. I keep cutting you off, but it's amazing. I love it. It makes me so happy. And then AOC freaking out about $8 also makes me very happy. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to pay the eight dollars to get a blue check mark on Twitter just to just, do it, like just to do it. Just because I want a blue check mark, just because. Like, yeah, how, they are. there's so many things about that. Like, how does that not balance out the world in the most beautiful way? Like, your blue check mark doesn't mean shit. And he's like ripping that away on a platform. That's probably the real issue she has with it. Like, I'm not above everybody else anymore. If anybody can do it. 
Agreed. And the blue check mark thing is is interesting as well. How many people are absolutely melting down over the blue check mark thing? And Sonia Brown's got it right who too. So we got 148 people in this live. If you could do me a quick solid and just hit that smash oh, that like button. And if you like what you see, hit that subscribe button. I'm going to count from 10 to 1 and then we'll continue from 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 two one thank you guys for smashing the like button and hitting that subscribe if you like what you see we love your faces yeah, um but it didn't end there and so she got suspended she went on some other hollywood twitter thing another app that i've never heard of and was bitching about it but then she came back to twitter under her dead mom's account oh my god no are you serious under her dead mom's account and let me see if i can pull it up really quick no. and just read it off Actually, you know what? I shouldn't be shocked. I should. I didn't know that that I didn't know that one. See, guys, I'm here to learn today. Yep. Mom's Holy account. Crap. Damn. Um, here she is. So Kathy Griffin, I'm waiting for it to pull up. Kathy Griffin uses her late mom's account to evade her Twitter ban and cheats at Elon Musk, whatever cheats means. So Kathy Griffin snuck back onto Twitter by taking over her dead mom's account uh, calling the new owner Elon Musk an asshole for joking that she had been suspended for impersonating a comedian. Griffin, who was 62, was suspended on Sunday for challenging the site's policy against impersonation by changing her profile name to Elon Musk without making it clear that it was a parody. Self-appointed Twitter complaint hotline operator <laughs> Elon Musk confirmed the suspension with a savage <laughs> roast. I get it. I get it. Elon Musk, maybe he's part of the elite. Maybe. But fucking A. Johnson, that's good. Uh, actually, <laughs> he goes on to state that actually she was suspended for impersonating a comedian. He wrote as a reply to somebody sharing the news. But if she really wants her account <laughs> back, she can have it. She can have it back for $8. He said in a pair of tweets referring to the new monthly fee for users who want a blue check mark to verify their accounts. The fuck all the way out of here with that. Oh my god, I keep bumping the desk and knocking my phone over. Three dollars. Oh my god. See you later, double up. I am. Um, I can't, I can't with this. Like I can't, like it is so oh, that's so good. Awesome. Oh, you know it what really I mean? Like, is. It's it would be, and I'm not. This isn't a political thing. I don't think anybody no. should be banned um, for saying what they say. But I'm going to make it very clear because everyone's like, well, "I thought he was making it a face date app." Let me make something. He didn't ban her for saying things or ban her for making fun of him. He banned her for impersonating him without specifically outlining that it was a parody account and, the, and that the tweets were parodies. And that had been a rule of his that he had had before all of this had happened, and. I'm just dead. I'm dead. I and then yeah. she came back on her dead mom's account in true oh, authentic fashion. That's gross. Ugh. You know, but I'm just it's what's it is disgusting, but the way it feels to be silenced is extremely fresh, especially when you're a newbie at it, you know? Because mm -hmm. the way I deal with it now is very different than the way I used to be deal with it. Like it's, it, it was extremely right. it's still annoying AF. But I wouldn't have ever gone to that extreme, but I can't imagine having such a big flat platform and then being silenced. Like, yeah, it sucks, doesn't it? It sucks. Mm -hmm. Now, it's really messed up that you went to your dead mom's account because yeah. that's just... Uh, mm, that's
She could have just see, made a new account. That, but... He's he's not going to give Kathy well, yeah, Griffin back on, her account I mean... unless she pays the eight dollars. <laughs> now that's not all that happened last. It's true. She pays the eight dollars. She ain't getting it back without the eight dollars. So that's not all that happened. So last night, after all of there's that, more. there's more. Then he started going after at Jack. You guys remember Jack? Jack was the previous owner of Twitter. Oh. And hold on, let me see if I can find it. Um, you know what? I don't think I'm going to be able to. But he started going at Jack about, uh, and they started going back and forth about Twitter's Bluebird uh, mod monetize, monetization. Because that's what Twitter called their monetization or their monetization pro moderation, moderation program was like Bluebird, Project Bluebird. And those were the people, the people that worked on Project Bluebird were the ones that monitored your tweets and took them down and banned your accounts and so on and so forth. And Elon Musk had renamed it to something else and basically made himself the president of it. And they just went back and forth for like an hour about it last night. You can find the thread. Um, it's under Elon Musk. The time's probably his third tweet down by now. But Jack was yeah, all like, I'm so sorry that all the Twitter employees got fired and we were such a good tight knit team. And I know you hate me for selling out. Like, go check out at Jack on Twitter and just see what he's oh, up to, okay. which is a whole lot. Did you ever? It's a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. I cannot. So did you ever see the like alleged private conversations, uh, text messages between Dorsey and uh, Musk? No. Shit, have to freeze. No, you I never saw that. Am I, no, I've never seen it. Allegedly, uh, allegedly, there were these conversations that they had that um, that it did need to change. That Dorsey and Musk were actually having a conversation. Oh, like they were actually like friendlies. Yeah, and like almost like in it together. Huh. Well, I don't think I don't think they are now. Elon went pretty hard at him last night and just made fun of like his entire That's platform. Amazing. And then I'm all the people went that. and rallied behind him too. He oh, and Jack had fantastic. been good friends in the past. That's crazy. Well, look good. More into that. Maybe we can touch on that too in the next show that we do. But I didn't know that they were like good buddies after that. Thank you so much for the sticker. We love your faces. Thank you, Umbrella Salty Salmon. For helping us keep the lights on. Um, eight dollars for helping me get my Twitter blue check mark. <laughs> Some night I'm gonna I'm gonna raise eight times yes. twelve. I need eight dollars a month for the next 12 months so I can get a blue check mark on Twitter. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yes, do it. We're gonna please. But as of today, I'll be like I have friends yeah. verified on Twitter. I was verified on Clapper, and then Clapper kicked me off too, though. That's okay. Clapper can get oh, fucked and stay man. there. Dirty whores. Okay, so that's it. Kathy Griffin, she's still banned on Twitter. She's probably not. I don't know if she's going to come back or not. <laughs> but the next thing we're going to talk about is I want to talk about Kanye West and the trainer Harley Pasternak. Now, I had made a video on TikTok where we talked about um, the death of Aaron Carter, who is Nick's Carter's younger brother, but had his own rap career by his own right, had his own career. Um, Kid had a pretty tough life, and we're going to get into that for a little bit, too. But the last tweet that Aaron Carter had sent out the day before he had passed was to Kanye freaking West, because of course it was. And you cannot Google anything on this planet right now without Kanye West being involved in it. Sue Barry, thank you so much for the super sticker helping us keep the lights on. We love your face. You cannot find anything. Kanye West and everything. His White Lives Matter hoodie. Okay, the children breaking into his home like he's. He's in everything right now. And like, he is not suicidal. He probably needs to say the freaking line because he probably does need to say, I, I, every day I am 
but I, I just, I pray that he's heavily protected. Agreed. He is coming out with some pretty wild shit about, and people were saying it was anti-Semitic comments about Jews, but he was talking that it was taken out of context a little bit because he was talking about a specific group of Jewish leaders Mm -hmm. who were like Nazis. That's, this is how he explained it on this leaked footage from him and Tucker. Mm -hmm. But he had made all these tweets about this group and because they were Jewish, they're not uh, the, obviously they immediately went to anti-Semitic um, and basically lumped every, then all of a Maybe. sudden now Kanye West hates Jews. And I, I don't think that was it. It was a specific group of people that were doing bad things that yeah. happened to be Jewish. Right. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that hundred percent. I think, and I think, I don't know why there is this massive like denial about evil infiltrating good things and that it's impossible that there are, there was, there is bad Catholics, there is bad Christians, there is bad Jewish people. Like it doesn't matter where you're at. There's always going to be bad. Right. It's a, it has nothing to do with their, their religious affiliation or your, this is what we try to get across to people with the politics too. I don't care what your political affiliation is. Okay. If you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit. It doesn't make me anti-Trump or anti-Mega or whoops. Okay, Glenn, I'm really glad you said that because I almost said, isn't he Jewish? But then I felt I felt stupid. Um yes, Kanye West is Jewish. That's what I thought. Okay, now I gotta look. Okay, look that up. We'll look that. I'm going to let Shan look that up and we're going to go through. So after he had made these tweets, there is a trainer named Harley Pasternak out there. And Harley Pasternak is the trainer for a lot of people in Hollywood from Katy Perry to Lady Gaga to Jack Black and just a bunch of other people. And apparently now Kanye had had tweeted out these snapshots of their conversation after these tweets had been sent. And it goes on to state, then these snapshots are from the trainer. And the trainer says to Kanye, I'm going to help you in one of a couple ways. First, you and I sit down and have a loving, open conversation, but you don't use cuss words and everything that is discussed is based in fact and not some crazy stuff that dumb friend of yours told you or you that you saw on a tweet. And then he followed that tweet or he followed that message up with another one that said, or the second option is I have you institutionalized again where they can medicate the crap out of you and you go back to zombie land forever. Play date with the kids won't be the same. What the actual frick? Like these were like legit messages that he sent to him. Um, need to bring up is that not all Jewish people yeah I think you're right and but I think I think it was a I think he should have said it better but he didn't mean it that way yeah. but I am I was yeah. flabbergasted a little bit like what do you like they institutional and then it immediately took me back to Aaron Carter when Aaron Carter in 2019 was driving down the road in California and he was live on Instagram and he was saying that the, that Sony records and members of his family were chasing him and he was trying to find a safe place to go and that they were trying to kill him and that they were trying to pump him up with drugs and they were trying like the whole thing was very odd. And that was in 2019. And then from 2019 on, eventually he took the live down off of Instagram. From 2019 on, it seemed like Aaron Carter's life 
got really fucking hard. Like all of a sudden he was always on drugs and he was always in trouble with the law and he was always on this and always, because before 2019, it was pretty touch and go. I mean, it was weed and it was just a few things, but after that incident, like it just yeah. went downhill. Do you think that they're doing this changed. to these I people? Remember, yeah. Yes. I mean, I, my answer is yes. I think anybody that uh, maybe even tries to go outside of what they want them to do in any way, shape, they ruin them. They do. And they, they somebody had said it. They'd asked me earlier on the All TikTok the and they'd asked you. Yeah, I know you're cutting out pretty bad, but they'd asked me earlier on TikTok if I thought that somebody had taken him out. And mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know that I think that necessarily, I don't think anybody just showed up and killed him. And I don't think that that's what it is. What I do think, yes, Lindsay Lohan is another one. This is a very similar story to Lindsay Lohan. I think that they got him addicted to drugs and that I think they kept feeding it mm -hmm. to him. And then I think they kept, I think there was a lot of manipulation and a lot of like gaslighting oh, and you know, that kind of thing. And I think that ultimately is what did. I don't believe, I do believe that he probably OD'd. Um, but I don't believe that Brittany Murphy was another one. I think he did too. And Meek Mill and Richard Pryor. And, and all of these people, this is what I'm saying. I don't think it was direct. I think Ledger. It was direct. I think Heath Ledger, yeah, that's that was another one that uh, he was so young. Uh, and he said drugs. They said he went into the, the Batman which there's a lot of things associated with Batman and even like Sandy Hook mm -hmm. and um, this internet. I'm so sorry. Is it still cutting out? That's okay. I have things no, I want to say and I can't. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's fine. I swear I just saw a video of him saying his brother. So yeah, so back in 2000 and... I want to say 19 again, possibly don't quote me on the date, but there was a, there was a restraining order that was filed from um, Nick Carter to Aaron Carter because Nick Carter was being accused of rape. And I don't know that they were minors, but they were younger. Um, and Aaron Carter actually sided with the victims over his brother. And so his brother had issued a restraining order against Aaron Carter and basically like a do not disclose like a DNR or uh, an NDA. And that's where that whole thing yeah. fell apart with the brothers. I now that you're saying this, yeah, now that you're saying this, well, and if you think about it, as a young boy, Aaron, you know, watched his brother get into the industry. He probably saw a lot of not cool things. Now that you're saying that, I remember it now that you're yeah. talking about it. I remember, yeah, I, when I read the article, then I was like, fuck, I remember when that he, happened. He knew some shit. He knew some shit. There's no yeah. doubt in my mind that kid knew some yeah. Yeah. I they think they were tired that, of him because he was, yeah, he was breaking free. I, and they didn't I like think that. that. I, like I said, I don't think they directly came to his house and did anything, but I think it was an indirect. Um, I think they were setting him up to do this. And, and unfortunately I think yeah, that happens they, with a lot of these kids. Yeah. I used to, I like, even if they, I don't know, hooked up the drug dealer because they got him addicted, right? And then whoever sold him something bad that ended it, you know, I, I think it was indirect, but also very intentional. I agree. And here's, and this is kind of the problem that I have too with when we talk about Hollywood and we talk about all the different things. I know there, there's some Hollywood and music industry people on TikTok, right? 
And I'll, even though like some of them, they're like patriots and they're like, we're, you know, mega and they're all this stuff. But you have to remember that they're still part of the industry. And so even if they may yes. not directly be doing anything, they know what's going on. And if they're not saying anything, like mm -hmm. they're just be really careful with a lot of that crap because you, there's a lot of paid actors and a lot of like infiltrators. Do you know what? Like they're, they're put there intentionally to be mega and yes. to try to sway oh, yeah, you from to all sides from all sides and specifically from like your Hollywood and your music industry on TikTok. I know like that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, Dimberly yeah, didn't yeah. get reached. I don't know. I think he did. I think he sold out. I think he sold his soul. Absolutely. I think Justin Timberlake's one of them. Oh, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I um, think so too. But that's it. That's those are my thoughts on Aaron Carter. I think it they did take him out, but I think it, like I said, I think it was indirect. And I think yeah. that they were setting him up. And, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Um it's sad that he looked pretty terrible for a while, but he had also talked for a long time, the last that he was pretty sober. So I don't know. And we'll see what happens. They are complicit. Yeah, they are complicit. They are, if they're not talking about I think the, I just read the pedophile. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, go. You go. <laughs> I think that if they're not out here, like talking about the stuff that goes down happens in Hollywood and if they're out here claiming to be mega and to be patriots, but they're not talking about the, the corruption that's going on in their own industry that they're currently working in. Like, I've got a big problem with people that are doing mm -hmm. that. Um, yep. The ones that are still going are the ones that sold their souls, in my opinion. Same. Agreed. Agreed. What else do I have? I have one more thing. I think that's it. Uh, DeSantis. Yeah, I've got one more thing. And this is just Clinton. I just thought this was weird because I haven't seen <sighs> stupid Clinton. Um I'll see if I can pull it up here. I have not seen Bill Clinton in like maybe the better part of a year. Let me see if I can grab it. Here it is. This is from the so, uh, last time so I saw we got election. him. I think he was in the hospital. Yeah, he was sick or dying, or maybe he died. Who knows? He's probably yes, dead, but who um, knows? Uh, he probably but did. Bill Clinton I, went he went to him. a he went to a rally yesterday. So this is November 6th. So Bill Clinton mocks the rising crime rates and violent crime at a rally for Kathy Hochul, which is in New York. This week, former Bill, President Bill Clinton joined a top of Democrats in a desperate attempt to help New York Governor Kathy Hochul's faltering uh, campaign. In recent weeks, as crime and violence soared throughout the states, Republican Lee Zeldin has taken to the lead in the polls over the ineffective Hochul. The latest trans... Trafogler poll, I don't know what the hell that is, shows Zeldin holding a 48% to a 47% lead in the race. Um, apparently, Clinton finds this dangerous atmosphere New Yorkers living under is amusing. At the event for Hochul, he dismissively laughs before saying, Lee Zeldin makes it sound like Kathy Hochul goes to the nearest subway station, passes out billy clubs and baseball bats. Looks like he's looking to replace Dwayne The Rock Johnson in all of his movies. God, why would you now here's okay so what he said or what he did isn't really where I'm, I'm going with this why would you pull bill clinton out to campaign for you how desperate are you right now you must I'm, be really 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 desperate obama I think there's I like this delusion but i'm that would be certainly less of a reach there's this delusion that like the clintons and the Bushes and these types of people are still 
like loved and and, and, yeah. and adored. No, the majority can't stand them. They're disgusting, and we know it. So I don't know. Yeah, that's just that's desperate. That's like that's bottom of the barrel desperation. Why do you get Obama? Obama, I get. Like I understand why you would put Obama out there to try and push for votes. That's what I meant to say, because Obama he. <laughs> I voted for Obama for crying out freaking loud. Like he speaks well, he's engaging. He is, uh, he is, um, he's, he's, he's like a electric, like he can get your attention. He's a very good speaker. Very, very, very good at what he does. He is a very good speaker. He's a piece of shit as a politician, but he's, he's very good at firing up that base. People loved him. Mm -hmm. They, they did. They absolutely did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't twice. hate him, yeah, but I didn't really care. That's a good one. It does. He's a good car salesman. Yeah. And if you're not paying attention, like if you're really not paying attention to what Obama did while he was in office, if you really didn't go look that up, I can see how people are going to get fired up if he goes and speaks. So I get why they pulled him out. I don't understand why they pulled out Clinton. Clinton could never speak. I, I never, I never thought he could. I no. don't know. Uh, no, God, no. Yeah, Obama did a lot of stuff in the starts with a U, ends with a crane. So hey, ain't that some shit? Ukraine. That. Ain't that some article thing. Fox about mm. Zeldin supporter being choked at the Hoko event? I did see that. So there was a Zeldin supporter that was choked out at the Hoko event. Um, she was a person of color. The last that I, when I did read it, I, I, I want to say she was a person of color, but she was a Republican and they attacked her and they put her in a chokehold and they took her down and nobody's talking about it except for Fox news. Um, what the f- <clears throat> like, I know why would like, was there, did she, just because she was Republican? Uh, let me find the article really quick. Um, Zeldin supporter. Zeldin supporter was attacked and choked at the Hulk event speaks out. I can't have debates with it without it getting violent. Violent. The supporter for the GOP gubernational representative Lee Zeldin seen on video allegedly being attacked and choked at a New York city event for Democrat governor, Kathy Hochul, who spoke out for the first time in an interview on Fox news, Angela Torres, who showed up at the anti Hochul sign at the event for the democratic governor outside of the Stonewall in Manhattan on Saturday, recalled how an unidentified woman grabbed her sign and threw it to the ground. When Torres was trying to retrieve her sign, she said that an unidentified man whom she described as bigger than her in statue came up and grabbed her by the neck. Meanwhile, Zeldin supporter says that New York city councilman, Crystal Hudson was also grabbing her by the arm. She goes on to state, I was pretty much defenseless and outnumbered. Um, I was certainly shocked. I was kind, I was kind of like not expecting that to happen. Is this a video? Do I have a video? I have a picture. Well, I no, I suppose that. not. Yeah, we've seen the video, I think. You know, we're all very peaceful. We're just here, you know, exercising a First Amendment right. Um, Fox News obtained the video of alleged assault on Taurus. Uh, let me see if I can grab the video. Maybe. Now, if you got to remember that the Holko lady, she was also the one that was photographed. Here's the video. She was also the one that was photographed um, standing behind a bunch of masked children um, while she was unmasked. So she is a fairly terrible, awful person as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep, yep. All right, here we go. 
Wow. Wow. They're going to play. So also in New York, a Lee Zeldin supporter was attacked on camera. This is a little bit disturbing for some viewers. We'll show it to you here. So it happened over a weekend at a rally for Governor Hochul. The victim is now speaking exclusively to Fox News about the incident. Fox News live anchor Eric Sean is live in New York City with more. Hi, Eric. That's right. Hi, Dana. Yes, we are live. You know, that Lee Zeldin supporter you saw on tape, well, she says she was attacked at that Democratic rally on Saturday, and she is calling for her assailant to be arrested. This is Angie Torres. She and a group supporting Zeldin, who's the New York GOP candidate for governor, showed up at a Manhattan rally for Democratic Governor Kathy Hochul. Torres holding that sign you see uh, she holding there, that sign criticizing Hochul and her Democratic slate. She says that's when someone in the yeah. crowd Look at that her sign out of Jesus. her hands. And that man started hitting and choking her, which you can see uh, on that video. She also says Democratic New York City Councilwoman <sighs> Crystal Hudson grabbed her, too. Torres says she was stunned that she was assaulted for supporting Zeldin. I was treated like a subhuman. Oh. Like, my feelings didn't matter. That, you know, just because I have an opinion that's different than, than theirs, that they have a right to, you know, enact violence against me. And I feel like it was just completely, like, unnecessary. Well, we don't know the identity of the man who was seen. Thank you so much for the super sticker, William. Apparently attacking her. And we have not confirmed if he is indeed a Hochul supporter. Oh, I want to tell Fox News that an unknown woman did attack Torres. But police claim that man was trying to help her. Wow. Zelda blames Hochul, saying, quote, her continued silence on her supporter. I'm sorry. Exercising her First Amendment rights makes her complicit in this attack. disgraceful what happened you know i think you know we're supposed to have a middle ground where we can have agreements and have disagreements but always be respectful well we have asked governor hochel and the city council members offices for comment no response yet Ms. torres also told me there is no excuse for any politically motivated violence no matter what side you are on dana yeah unless you're unbelievable on one side or the other yeah like we know better than that I wonder how many of them are going to yeah, get held absolutely. in political as political prisoners. Didn't that happen at J6? Isn't yeah. They're all going to jail for January. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bullshit. With, with that, with that, you guys, that's all I've got so far for this week. If anything else comes up, we'll schedule another nooner. We can do it again later this week. But Ban and Shannon, we're going to wrap this up. Do you want to nice. leave everybody with something before we call it for the today? Get that. No, I'm scared to say anything. I'll get cut off. <laughs> She's F. FDNSA. <laughs> Happy Monday. Well, we'll get her, we'll get her internet figured out at some point. Well, then with that, you guys, I love your faces. Thank you so much for being here today. It is Monday, so we're going to be live tonight with conservative Texan. We're going to talk more about the midterms. We'll talk a little bit about his take on the Trump stuff, uh, and then we're just going to keep going. So keep her moving. Take it easy. Big day tomorrow. Tell your mama says hi. Big day. Oh my God, go vote. Go vote yeah. tomorrow. My voice of reason official. We got him coming on on Tuesday. Go or Friday. Go vote. Get off your couches and just go vote. Fuck it. Whatever. Just do it. it. We love your faces. All right. Bye, guys. (laughs) 